And as we stand today, Lord God, we lift our Word to You. We lift our Bible to You. We lift the Word up. We're anchored in Your Word, Lord God. We know that Your Word is everything, and that's why we are enthusiastic about You. So we give You all the honour and all the glory. We thank You that You are a miracle-working God in our lives, in our circumstances, in our world. And we thank You right now across this house for the miracles that you will do in every life represented here, in every home represented. On this, our Vision Builders Sunday, God, we thank you for the, the incredible generosity of your people and for the blessing that is on this church. And we thank you on the church in New Zealand and across the world right now. We declare the victory of the cross in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody shout it. Amen. Online, you're allowed to shout a little bit. And uh, go, yeah, usually I'd say give someone a hug, but just sit down because we're in COVID, all right? And you're all nicely spaced out, which is awesome. And uh, good to see that we have a few COVID protocols happening in the house, okay? And hey, give these guys a hand clap. That was just unbelievable. Unbelievable worship. And thank you to our team. We have just the greatest team on the planet. And I love the fact that you guys every week are making this, even online, it's awesome, isn't it? So thank you to the guys who are doing that. Great to see Devin Vitali on lights today. He's usually drumming. I'm surprised it's not all just flickering and, you know, like he thinks he's on the drums. <laughs> but anyway... Um, welcome. It's great to be in church with you. And remember, church is not a building. Church is your life. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And in fact, when God created the earth, uh, it's an incredible story. I suggest you read this book. Don't just let it sit around. But I've been doing a lot of reading. Well, we've been on vacation this week. We went on a birthday holiday, celebrating my birthday for a month. So we went for a cruise around New Zealand, oh, not New Zealand. We went for a cruise around the north. And we went up the east coast and down the west coast and just had the most amazing time and some great discussions with some very good friends of ours. And uh, boy, I, I don't know, I'm just excited about I'm excited about the future, guys. If you get into this book, I've been reading some books and into the Bible and traveling into the Word because we're anchored in the Word this month, plus we're celebrating legacy, plus we're celebrating today. Um, where is it? Where is it? In the last service, I did have a card, but anyway, thank you. Can someone pass me one? Uh, they've all been given in the offering already. Oh, here we go. Thank you, John. He hasn't given it in the offering. Oh, he's got his amount here. Uh, anyway... <coughs> That's worth celebrating right there. Uh, hey, listen, um, but as we were traveling, uh, it's great, the discussions around the Word and the, and the Word of God. And when God created the earth, when He created it, He wanted the earth to be a reflection of His glory. And so isn't it awesome that He created you and me? He made you to be a reflection of His glory. Never, ever forget that. It says that God hovered over the water and he could light in the water. And then God said, let there be light. And I love that. And uh, the Bible goes on to say that we are the light of the earth. You are the light of the world. And that's why if you were here last Sunday, I talked about dream again. And Jesse spoke about some incredible 
things that we've been doing here over the 21 years. 21 years, boy, that's, boy, that's, uh, that's why it looks like 21, all right? It's 21 years of celebrating God's goodness. And thank you. I want to say a huge thank you to every single individual. There's people watching online. Met a couple up north this week, a man up north, an elderly man, uh, pretty excited man, actually, in God. And he watches this service every Sunday. It's his church and way up in the middle of nowhere. But I want to tell you right now, we are having an impact right across the planet right now. And never forget what God's doing right here in your life, in your world, and in your very own home. And uh, I, I am just so passionately excited about what God is doing there. So one thing he forgot to measure, mention, though, that he was 13 when he came first. And uh, he says, now look at this. He's on staff and one of the key leaders of what Inspire is becoming. And we got him a wife. Forgot to mention that. And uh, <clears throat> exactly. And, uh, but God told us when we planted Inspire Church, God told us that this would be a place where people would dream again where people's dreams would be awakened, where God would fulfill dreams in people's lives and they would come alive with a dream of God. And that they're, because I think so many people lose their ability to dream. And in this place, we have seen it and witnessed it, but God revives people's ability to dream again. Get ready for that to happen in this house right now. Where's that uh, amazing young girl was up here today singing? Petra, where is when I was? I can't see her. But anyway, um, I just thought that when I was watching Petra sing, I was thinking, man, God, you are so faithful. And there's been amazing, amazing people that have consistently given of themselves for what God would do in establishing his purpose in this place. As we were traveling, one of the things we saw one day, we've been all over the north, right up the east, down the, down the west, and to all the remote places, even my birthplace called Rawini, which is in the middle of nowhere, but has the most amazing cafe on earth if you ever want to go there for breakfast, all right? And uh, so you could go there. It's called the, um, the yeah, it's a good point. Well, it's, it's Rawini. There's only one cafe there. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it's called. Where's the cafe? It's Rowany, all right? And uh, so there's only one cafe there, so it's not hard to find. It's right on the water, okay? So, but talk about dream again, and we sat around there. But one of the things we noticed, in the north, some of the places are a little bit, it's, it's a long way, it's, time's gone by, you know? And broken down signs. We saw this broken down sign one day, and I thought one of the issues with our planet right now is that there are broken signposts on the truth of God's love in our lives. And uh, if there's anything I'd like to mention today as we come around the Word of God, that this is the signpost that will keep you on track for God's victory in every part of your life, okay? So I just want to stir you with the Word of God today. We're talking about being anchored in the Word. And when a signpost is down, people don't know where to go. And there's a lot of confusion in our world right now. A lot of confusion, a lot of people wondering, what's, where do we turn? How do we negotiate the path of life? Well, I want to declare to you today the Word of God, which will keep you firmly anchored and will keep you on course with destiny and purpose. And there's, if I read, I don't know about you, but when I read a book, I like to go to the last page. Because if, you don't, if it's not going to end well, forget it, throw it away. Well, can I just inform you this ends incredibly well, okay? 
It ends well. And so be excited about what God... And this today, under your seat, and if you'd like to get it out right now, there is a card looks just like this. And this is our Vision Builders Sunday. And Vision Builders is something we do once a year. And it's an opportunity for you to sow into the vision of this house. Bigger than that, it's an opportunity for you to connect with the vision of God's house. And uh, I think when you're a part of a church or part of anything in life, there's nothing better than give your life fully to it. And uh, in a marriage, in a family, in a business, whatever it is, what you give yourself to reaps a harvest in your life. And I promise you that serving God and committing to what he's doing in this place right now will reap a harvest in your life. And so I want to stir your faith on that on the back. As I'm speaking, uh, I believe that God, in fact, right now I pray, God, you'd speak as you have done over the week. We prayed last Sunday that we would get a word from God this week. We would get some, some leading in what to give. But I speak that over your life right now, and I speak the victory of that in your life in Jesus' name as I preach, okay? Quickly to say, though, three things. Number one, thank you for your faithfulness. I really am humbled by the faithfulness of God's people and what we've been able to do here in Albany. It's unbelievable, really. It is awesome, guys. We brought this building uh, trying to think how many years ago now. I think it was 11 years ago we brought this. 14, was it? Thank you. It's very awesome. 14 years ago, we bought this for um, 8.6 million or somewhere around there. Here's the incredible story, guys. This is an incredible story. Today, we owe 2.9 million on this place, okay? That's a huge reduction. I don't know if you can get your head around that. People can't get their head around that. I see it every week. So it's a miracle in the making. And uh, what we've brought, and it's an entire block here, and it has huge capacity, and the stuff that goes on here every week, and the businesses that run here, and the stuff that God's doing, and I want to tell you, never underestimate what God will do in the future. So let's dream again, and it can only get better. Never stop dreaming, because when you're in Jesus' name, you may as well stop life, because we've got to dream on and believe for the best is yet to come in Jesus' name, okay? So just quickly today, my message, as I said, if I can get this thing here, yeah, there we go, is you are the light of the world, okay? The Bible says, and there's a great prayer that Jesus' disciples said, how do we pray? And Jesus said, this would be a good way to pray. Pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So my prayer is that what we give today will be a reflection of what's happening in heaven happens on earth. And we've already seen huge examples of that. We've seen examples of what's happening around the world right now, the testimonies we're getting every week, people that are watching our online service, people that we've invested in in Cambodia, Vietnam, villages there that we've invested in over the years, hugely sown in, changed the entire um, uh, future of entire villages in Vietnam. And, uh, and in Cambodia. And I want to tell you right now, that should never stop today. Let's continue to sow into what God's doing in our future and let it be a legacy to us right now. But Jesus said this, your kingdom come, your will be done in heaven as it is on earth. So we want heaven on earth. How many want that with me today? I want heaven on earth in a bigger way. I want to see more people uh, saved, healed, delivered. I want to see more people catching a passion for the things of God. I want to see more people getting involved in what we're doing in our community and across the planet. I'll drink to that. No one else is getting excited. <clears throat> um, but come on, guys. We've got to get very excited about what God's doing in this next season. 
And it's not time to step back. It's time to dream again. And don't let COVID pin you down. Cheers, everybody. That's never going to work. That's never going to work. So, um, <clears throat> so I believe that God is saying some things to us today. And I read you last week out of Genesis 13, verse 14 and 15. It may come up on our screen, but it says, lift up your eyes. So lift them. And you've got their eyes lifted up right now for the future. Come on. This is not just a piece of paper. This is a lift up your eyes moment, and let's dream again for what God can do. And look from the place where you are, God said, north, east, south, and west. For all the land which you see, I will give to your descendants. Now, I want to tell you something about what God's saying here. Before God says, before I can give it to you, you've got to see it. And we've got to get in the Holy Spirit and get our dream anointed by God so that he can thrust us into an incredible future, okay? Vision is your ability to see what God spoke. Your ability to see what God speaks. Because God speaks words, but they've got to become pictures in our lives. And I don't know, that's how it works for me anyway. I've got to see the picture. It's like when I'm a builder by trade, when I was building, I had to, you could see the plan, but unless you pictured it in your spirit, very hard to construct what was in front of you there. So let's be people that inherit the promises of God in this next season in our lives. And I want to say, Inspire Church, get ready. A lot of people ask me, you know, what's this, uh, what is this actually about, uh, Vision Builder Sunday? How is it biblically based? Well, it is biblically based. This we call kind of our first fruits offering, okay? The Bible's full of incredible examples. Let me just share a couple of thoughts with you on that. But the Bible's full of incredible examples on first fruits offerings, and uh, it really is the plan of the Bible. In, in Leviticus chapter 23 and verse 10, when you come into the land which I give you and reap its harvest, then you shall bring a sheath of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest. So that's really about giving to God the first fruit of your life. It's a concept of God that he established on the planet, okay? And it's about blessing in your life. The Hebrew word for first fruits is bikaram. It's, it's, it's a word that means this. It means the promise is yet to come. It means the promise. Is, so it's actually about sowing into a future. We've talked about future. Your future is connected to your heart. Hello? Your future is connected to your heart. So the Bible says where your heart is. So the reality is sometimes finance is a very tricky one because we struggle to get our, our minds around it. But the Bible clearly gives us instruction. And Malachi or Malachi, whichever way you uh, are going there, it says, um, Devon Vitali at the back, it's, it's Malachi. Um, it's, uh, it says... Um, Will a man rob God? No way. It says, bring the first fruits into the storehouse and see if you cannot stop what God will pour into your lives as a blessing. And I want to tell you right now, God wants to bless your lives. And so the first fruits is kind of how we, 
we structure this once a year. We pretty much rarely ever ask for offerings in this church because we really do believe that God is our source, okay? But you are the future, and you are the light that will shine in that future. And so let's think about that for a moment, and let's think about how we can be instrumental and effective in that. In Psalm 119 and verse 105 may come up on your screen. It says this, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So the Word of God becomes a light inside of us that shines out and lights the world up for others. Let's get rid of the darkness and bring some light. So if you're sowing into anything this week, let's sow into that this be a year where Inspired Church becomes a lighthouse to broken, lonely, hurting lives, okay? We went to a couple of lighthouses this week and had a look all around the north there. And I tell you, it's pretty exciting. In Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14, Jesus spoke a word and he said this, You are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the shine before let your light, listen to this, let your light so shine before men that they may see, that your good, see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Do you know the, the, uh, the incredible story of the gospel? I love it. The, the story of the gospel is so powerful. Um, the cross. In the, in the year before Jesus was crucified, I can't remember, I read in a history book, that something like 9,000 people were crucified on crosses. It was a place of horror, of shame, of ugliness, of destruction. And yet on this one year, prophesied in the Word of God, that same ugly cross of horror with the Son of God on it became an emblem that many of us wear around our necks these days, an emblem of pure love, of come one, come all, I love you. And God's reaching out to all humanity. And it's amazing because the influence of that love, out of sacrifice, incidentally, God never came and took the place out with violence or with overpowering rulership. God sent his son who came and he said, no, it's going to be different, guys. We're going to come at it through sacrifice. Today's really, for some of us, about sacrifice. I hope for all of us because it's equal sacrifice that builds the kingdom of God. The, the Apostle Paul got saved on the Damascus Road just a few years later. He never met Jesus in the physical, but like us, met him in a vision and in purpose and had an encounter with God. And that encounter so changed his life that he was prepared to give his whole life for the, for the kingdom of God, to establish God's kingdom on earth. He went into Rome, that place of horror and that place of ugly leadership that the Romans had. And Paul went in there, and within just a few years, he had influenced about 80% of Rome with the gospel of Jesus Christ. How does that happen, friends? It happens because of the passionate power of God shining out of our life because he brought joy and he brought hope and he brought victory. And today, as we look at giving, and online, maybe today, there's opportunities for you online to, to give your offering today through, I hope, a blue button there somewhere. Yeah, if you look at it, it'll be at the end. Thank you. But I want to challenge you today. This is about legacy. It's about legacy, friend. And we've got this beautiful sign that the guys have put up here. 
And uh, Christians since the beginning of time, since the beginning of time, in the second century they say that some of the greatest men and women of God began to sow their lives. Even though they were poor, they began to sow their lives into what we enjoy today as the freedom of Christianity across most of the world, which never, ever take that for granted. Please never take that for granted. The fact, I mean, it's difficult to worship lately because of COVID, but we still have an incredible freedom, friend. We're not persecuted. Don't kid yourself. We have the freedom of God. And, uh, but since the second century, Christians have been looking after. We were the first, incidentally. Never think it was governments that did this. In fact, think, use your head. Not all common sense is gone. Whatever you're voting for and whatever you're believing for, think common sense and think values. Because I want values of the Holy Spirit and the Scripture to be upheld in my time. And I believe, and that's why I was looking for Petra before. I really believe God's going to use her to be a great influence. You can tell her this when you get home. Going to be a great influence in the future to come. I was watching her here. Oh, here she is. Flipping heck, you've turned up. Uh, it's like, Petra, I really believe God is going to use you to be a great influence in the future. Come in and don't underestimate all the dreams that God has for you and the word that God has for you. None of them can be undermined by the thoughts of man because God establishes what he does in the life and the heart of a person. And because you've held on to values in your life, God says, I'm going to honor every dream you've got in Jesus' name. Go for that in the name of Jesus, okay? Just felt, I saw that on you when you're singing. But it's been, it's been the church of the destructive, been Christians. Remember that. It's not about a building, it's about people that have constructed the buildings that have housed communities, the community centers across the planet, the hospitals, the schools, the training department. It's all been done by people who have given, some of them the widow's might that has been just a small amount, but it's been so significant, and God has put His blessing on it and on their life, and it's changed the world we live in right now. And I want to encourage you in that. The places of transformation have always come out of the hearts and the generosity of God's people. And I want to encourage you today, even though most of them were very poor, most of them gave what they didn't have, and it was sacrificial giving across the board that changes the world we live in right now, and it will do again in this season. I said, and it will do again in this. I said, it will do again in this season. I'm not about to finish it and get out of here and wait at the hallelujah bus stop. I'm ready for God to do a revival in our time right now. And it'll be people like you and I that carry that revival into the next season. There are desperate, hungry people. We've met them all over the north. They're in your area right now. And I want to encourage you because Jesus said this, Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the peacemakers. And blessed are those who stand for justice and righteousness. Hallelujah. Online, give a shout right now and say hallelujah because you're part of the destiny of God. That's in Matthew chapter 5 if you were really looking for it. In Matthew chapter 25 and verse 40, Jesus said this. He said, when you did it unto the least of these, the people we've met, I remember in a Tongan prison, walking into that Tongan prison one day, back 25 years ago, 30 years ago, walking there as man chained to the wall. And I remember walking up and, the guards wouldn't let me near him because he was so violent. But I said, no, no, I can feel the love of God for that man. And I ended up walking up. And just as I approached him, I said, Jesus loves you. And he broke down and he wept. And, and a week after that was released from the chains and became a man, and a man who fell in love with our Savior. We are the light of the world. In your community or wherever you are. 
inasmuch as you did it unto the least of these. When you see that outstretched hand, when you see an opportunity like this today, maybe it's an opportunity for you to increase your life. Mother Teresa never started off as anything, but she started off faithful. And she said, yes, God. And maybe today, all you need to say is, yes, God. Make it a fundamental value of your life. I, I think too many people aspire to make a living. And I, I say, don't aspire to make a living. Aspire to make a difference. Aspire to make a difference. Here's a great note. I'm going to read this to you. Thank you, Pastor Jesse. Trisha. Oh, Tricia. In the Jewish calendar, first fruits is on right now. How awesome is that? We're in time. Yay. This offering was delayed in our world, okay, but not in coincidence that it is happening right now. In the, in, in the ultimate, the first place of Jesus. So, hey, guys, this is exciting, man. Let's get excited. But I really believe, hey, listen, let's make it a fundamental value in our lives, not just a day, but let's outlive this, okay? Maybe it's $2 a week. Maybe it's your coffee every day. Maybe, you know, you know what I think could pay off the debt of this place right now? $2.9 million to, do, to go. We rarely talk about it. But if every one of us decided 20 bucks a week, we're going to do it, it could change the future of this place. And uh, remember this too. I said it in the earlier service. There are no roof racks on a hearse. Okay? <laughs> And, uh, and uh, that's why I can say consistently make it a value to reach back and pull people to where you are, whatever the cost. Reach back and pull people up to where you are. Make it a fundamental value in your life. I'm consistently pulling people up. I want to see people bite and I want to see them get going. I want to invest in the kingdom of God, bringing light into our world. When Julia and I got born again, it lit up our entire street. They all got saved. God wants to change your world with his love. And remember, the Egyptians thought they could take it with them, so they put it in their box with them, and tomb robbers came and took the lot. You cannot take it with you. It's an opportunity today, if you like. And uh, so I give you an opportunity. As I close today, I want to pray with you. I want to say, you bring the light. And, um, and there's a beautiful song. I like it anyway. It's called We Are the World. I don't know if you've heard it. But it says... There comes a time when we heed a certain call, when the world must come together as one. Incidentally, that's happened in this COVID thing. There are people dying, oh, and it's time to lend a hand. And sometimes it's as simple as that, guys, but the greatest gift of all is, I think the greatest gift of all, we can all be involved. We can give our hearts to that thing. And so we bring a light today is my message, and I want to challenge you. Don't pretend that it'll all come right without you because that's not true. Mother Teresa would tell us that when there was no hope, and she said, if I can just get one penny together to start this thing, I can change the lives of thousands and thousands of people. You and I can change the lives of millions of people today and already are. And I want to encourage you. Let's be people that do that today. Amen? If that's a good word today, give Jesus a hand. And... Uh, and as we, as we come to give today, as we come to give, I want to close, and we've got an opportunity, a giving station. We put four giving stations around the room that you can just go to in this next worship song as we sing or at the end of the service or however. 
But as you've prayed and believed God for God, what can I, what can I do? Maybe it's, maybe it's 20 bucks a week. Maybe it's five bucks a week. It really doesn't matter. It's just the consistency of a heart. And it's a heart something great. I want to join my vision with the vision of this place. And I want to see God do something great. And I promise you, because I've seen it too many times. I've seen it in Stan and Becky's life, for goodness sake. Like Pastor Jesse was saying, they've been here forever. Then I see their beautiful daughter, Melissa, there married to Daryl, who God brought all that blessing together in the house. Who knows what God can do just when we're faithful? The newlyweds in the house today found each other right here. And that's God's blessing. And we talk about legacy because it's generational. And it doesn't stop here. It keeps going. And I'm prepared to invest in tomorrow's world because I don't believe the kingdom's about to stop or we're all about to be exited out of here. I believe that God's plan is far bigger than that. Come on. Far bigger and ready to go now. So there it is, an opportunity I give you today. Let me pray for you. Father, I want to thank you right now for every person in here. And I thank you for the opportunities that they have before them right now. I pray that you give us wisdom. God, that you would, because God, we do want wisdom and we want, we want to know that we're, we're, we're in accordance with your word. So Lord, help us today to bring change in our world and in our time and to establish a legacy that lives way beyond us and influence the lives of millions of people beyond us. God, that's what we're here about. We're not even about ourselves, God. We're about a bigger world. We're about people finding the right signpost. And may we be that, Lord. May we be a light that enables people to see hope in this broken, disillusioned time we live in. Where God, we still believe that Jesus is the answer. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We pray that you would activate something in your life and shift your life towards Jesus. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, just click follow. We love you. Have a blessed week.